Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, crafting, and life in my northern town. Come back weekly and we'll chat about all the things that I'm working on. My name is Vicki Holloway and welcome to the podcast. Well, it is Good Friday the 19th of April. It's rainy and it's been raining all week, which is great for people on the 45th parallel because that means that the snow has melted. There's only tiny little bits of parking lot snow that is slivers of it in parking lots and in little places like my garage on that side that doesn't ever get the sun. So life in the northern town is starting to be spring-like in a 40 to 50 degree way. Um, It's not frosting. I don't have to go outside and start my car as much. I can go outside, just start the car, let it warm up a minute, and then go to work instead of starting it a half hour before I need to go. I am so excited though about the plants. My irises are starting to come up and some of the spring plants are really waking up. The yuccas made it over the winter. I know, can you believe yuccas? They do well up here. So I have them planted all along the perimeter of my house on a border bed, but I need to move a bunch of hostas in between the yuccas and then I want to get another, like a rose bush because the front door has a porch and on one side is a rose bush and on the other side we dug out a old and overgrown privet and I think it needs another rose bush. So my Mr. Lincoln rose bush died last year so I'm going to look for something fun to go up in the front with two rose bushes and then the hardy plants because it can get really hot along that bed and it can get really cold. I don't do a whole lot of annuals and vegetables. Uh, It's such a short growing season. My yard um, didn't get a lot of sun, but last summer we had straight line winds and it was a tornado and parts of the county broke down a lot of the really old cedars in the back of the yard. So it's going to get way more sun. And I hope that it revives my bed of daylilies and irises. And I may move some even back a little further along the line where uh, some of the stumps are and make it look really more and more like a fairy garden. It's going to be great. I have a little packet of seeds and you can hear it on the microphone. I got this little packet of seeds last summer when my son got married and my daughter-in-law is a very creative person and she'd made all the wedding invitations on a Cricut and printed them and it was just gorgeous. And this party favor from the tables is full of seeds and I have been waiting all winter to plant these. I'm not going to start them early. I'm just going to wait. The ground is still waterlogged and I need to rake some of the debris off it. And I'm going to plant these seeds and I'm hoping they're wildflowers. And my sister gave me a bunch of wildflower seeds from her garden and I'm going to sow them this spring, probably in that back area until I can get things moved around and figure out what's made it, what didn't. That's the excitement about gardening here on the 45th parallel. We get 90 days of spring, summer, and early fall. (laughs) Yeah, it's short. 
the growing season um, will get frost all the way up till June. And so between now and Memorial Day, I'll be spending time looking at what made it, what didn't make it, what needs to be thinned out and moved just like everybody else. But I have to wait a really long time for the plants to wake up and start growing. I do know my lavender made it and my fairy garden, um, Alberta spruce made it. So I'm very excited because we got a lot of lot of snow from January till March. And that worried me. It wasn't gradual. It just was bam. So my daughter-in-law is with Mind and Heart on Instagram. And you know, by chance, I bought a succulents themed planner this year. I just couldn't spend the money on a quilter's planner as much as I absolutely loved it last year. But this this works great. And I thought it was, I love the purples and pinks and greens and she is totally into succulents. And that was part of the wedding theme and the flowers she carried as well as boutonnieres and corsages and all that. So succulents, she, she's got a IGTV channel talking about how to propagate succulents and grow them, which I plan on doing uh, I have a Calenco. I'm going to try it. It may not work, but I also want to try to buy some succulents and keep them in the house because they probably won't make it outside. I might take them out like maybe for a month in July. But she surprised me this week. I knew she was working on doing um, graphic design in different computer programs. And if you look her up on IGTV, she's got some beautiful graphics with some great affirmations and beautiful sayings. And I want to promote this, you know, because I think it's a fabulous price on her Etsy shop with mind and heart, all one word. And I've also shared it on Facebook and I'll put it in the show notes. And I also shared it on Instagram. But she made a succulent themed workbook. And it is the mental health and self-care workbook. It's 30 pages. And she laid it out with succulents. It's gorgeous. It's for personal use. She is not a mental health professional. But she made things that are absolutely fabulous. Things that you could do every day with your planner. Um, She did a page on what is mindfulness exercises in mindfulness. There's um, sections on goal setting, um, tracking, tracking your mood. Uh, This is one I like. It's got succulents on the page. Self-compassion exercise. Just, just adorable. Now I printed it out on computer paper. Oh, here's another one. Coping strategies. And, you know, for people in this day and age, whether you are a new college graduate like she is, Or if you're a middle-aged woman like me, you need these little exercises to help focus you every day. And I kind of do these things on the fly throughout the day. I've incorporated it as part of my life. But this would be fabulous for journaling and for people who are like me who carry planners. And this could be planner supplements, ways that you can track your growth as a person. Oh my gosh. So buy it. She has it on sale right now for less than $10. I don't know how long that sale is going to last. But the end of the 30 pages is all kinds of affirmations and artwork that you can color. And this one says, 
Every day may not be good, but there is good in every day. And then my favorite is the Mandela's. Yes, I love Mandela's. And it's okay not to have it figured out yet. Oh, I still feel that way. And I'm in my 50s. So just letting everybody know if you're fresh out of school, whether it's college or high school, I'm still in my 50s. I've been working at a career for 25 years and I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So that is a great mental health and self-care workbook. It's a fabulous deal. Look at Renee is the owner and it is with mind and heart. One word, no spaces on Etsy. You will find it. Also, she has a Facebook page and Instagram. So what else have I been doing besides going through this beautiful succulent workbook and doing some self um, checking in on my growth and focusing on positivity? Because, you know, we focus way too much on the one negative thing that we pick up a day. And that's why I choose to not bombard myself with negativity. I watch very little news. I watch very little TV. I do watch some YouTube and they're usually DIY stuff or people's traveling adventures. I stay away from all that other stuff because one negative thing takes at least 10 positive things to counteract it. Not going to do it. Positive thing today is you notice I'm wearing a different color lipstick. I got it all over my face. I dropped the lipstick. <laughs> it's a one of those stay on lipsticks you put on as the sponge applicator. I wrecked a shirt, I think. I'm going to have to, I'm soaking it and I'm hoping that I'm able to get it out. But I do like the shade and I like the different um, experiments that I'm doing, even in my 50s, with eye makeup and it is unique. I found that I can wear it without having a allergy reaction to it, but I don't wear everything exclusively unique. Um, I've been experimenting fine with what works for me, but I love unique eye stuff and I bought some blush that's going to be coming. So what do you think? I don't know. I, I really have to, I have a startled look when I look in the mirror because I have these dark lips. Now I used to wear dark lips in the eighties and you know, I am a child of the 80s. That was a thing back then. And I, I, I look and I'm like, man, who is that person? But it makes me feel really good about wearing my hair a little bit different and having experiments in makeup. Some work, some don't. And I can still learn. So I want to promote another um, entrepreneur who sells unique makeup. And her name is Miranda Parker. She's been inspiring to me because she has a Facebook group called the Miranda Parker po Project. Boy, Miranda Parker Project. And you can follow her on Instagram and Facebook. But she does weekly makeup tutorials for free. She does them quick, you know, within a half hour. She'll have what she's focusing on that week, full face. She also promotes Lange hair products and a really cute boutique and I'm drawing a blank on their name right now but clothing and she shows you different things that you can wear that will really make your figure look better she's just wonderful and she did a great series over the last couple of weeks on positivity and body acceptance and not being shamed because you're not 20 years old anymore with 
a body of a certain look. So Miranda Parker Project, she sells unique and um, I like the eye products and I like the blush. Those are the only products I can say I've used and I like them because they don't melt off into my face and slide off. And I think for the price, they'll last for a really long time. So what else have I been doing? The April Quilt Challenge. This is where on Instagram, I have a hashtag April Quilt Challenge 2019, as well as on My Creative Corner 3, the Facebook group. We are quilting 15 minutes a day. The commitment of 15 minutes a day has sure added up for everybody. So we're about, you know, a little over halfway through the month. And I'm going to show the Peter Pan um, swirls that I did. Elongated swirls to look like wind. And then on the buildings, I did a kind of a chunky square skyline. Now, where's Peter Pan on this? Right in the middle. He's flying through the air. And I love swirls. So I've been practicing different types of swirls. Elongated swirls, not swirls, swirls, echoing swirls. Um, then I loaded an antique quilt and I did little mini feathers. I'll put pictures of that. Um, it's it's a good twin sized. And then to yesterday, I loaded one of my mom's Christmas quilt tops and it is a small table topper type of a quilt and it's adorable. So I thought swirls and leaves on that with a specific pattern in the border and then just curls in the blocks. And it, it's a flannel quilt. So I think it looks great. It gives it a wonderful texture and lets the fabrics take the forefront on the quilt. So I will show that one when it's off the frame and you can check my social media. And if it's done, you know, I may add it to the show notes, but you can always check the blog because I'm going to do a progress report. I'm also going to do a video at the end of the month of all the things that I was able to get done in 15 minutes a day. And yes, I am only spending 15 minutes a day. I missed two days, maybe three. And then there were two or three days where I worked in two 15 minute increments. So it kind of made up for the time it's evening out. I am not cheating on this and doing hours worth of long arming 15 minutes a day. And it adds up. I can't believe it. So panels, I've been inspired by this, uh, April Quilt Challenge to work on the panels. I have this absolutely gorgeous stamped Mandela. It's a panel, long skinny one, and it has four different Mandelas on it. I don't know what to do with it was my question to myself when I bought it. Should I cut it up? But I'm telling you, I've never been able to cut up a panel and find fabrics that go with them well enough to make a big quilt out of them. So I think I'm going to do a wall hanging, like a long skinny banner with um, a real pretty border on it. That Maybe this will be black. I don't know because the, black, the Mandela's are stamped in a black ink. I think that these panels are like instant gratification. It's so much fun. It's a quick way to do a little bit of quilting and practice a stitch and then perfect it. And you're able to 
really look and learn a lot that will translate to a larger quilt. Now another panel that I have is this bird panel. I was going to cut it all apart and do another type of window pane effect. But I thought, why do that? It's already beautiful as it is. There's no wibble wobbles with because it's all printed when I cut skinny strips that happens. And I thought this would be a beautiful wall hanging for work with all the beige walls that match my foundation. Oh yes, I blend right in. You can't even see me because I am the exact same color, my skin tone, as the beige. And I'm going to back it with a wild and crazy fabric because uh, Mark Lipinski is one of these people that I read on his blog in, in magazines years ago where he said you can put anything on the back of a quilt. And it's true for wall hangings and stuff. What does it matter? I have a big enough piece that's left over from another quilt backing. It'll look great. Now, another thing I want to promote for you to watch for is Hoffman did the dream dream big flower panels and I missed out on being able to find a real big one but my local quilt shop got the smaller panel called Kablooms and it's still pretty big but it's not as, as big as the first one but the half of the panel is a ombre effect and then smaller flowers that would be great in maybe a purse or cut this one might be cut up into a quilt but i saw yesterday that this same type of printing and this same type of fabric instead of a flower they're doing like a wreath of leaves on a the floor forest floor and i ordered the one colorway called dragonfly with purples and this um, teal and then it has a bit of yellow and I thought if I collect enough of these panels I could put a really pretty large size quilt together and I'm finding that piecing right now is I'm just kind of burned out on trying to think up a lot of piecing and doing things that are a lot of brain power so piecing I'm kind of burned out on but quilting I am not so what is my next quilt? Well, I'm going to make a pineapple quilt. And as I get closer, I've picked the fabrics, which is Tula Pink's Zuma line in all of her different solid colorways. And um, I'll be doing a quilt along with Fat Quarter Shop. Now on the 25th of April, you can see the pillow that I made that is called Picnic Time Pillow. And it's from the Picnic Time remix series and they have a video on it and it is so fun so adorable and I have talked about that and I believe I shared it last time so check that out because I think it's so much fun sometimes to just do things where the pattern is already already sorted out and the pineapple is going to be paper pieced I absolutely love pineapple quilts I love paper piecing and it's going to be in solids and I'm going to be just in my element. I finished the hand-pieced quilt along and it is a nine block quilt on point with skinny strips and big half square triangle pieces on the corner. This quilt was mostly hand-pieced. When I got to the end I was really having trouble with my hands. I love hand sewing, but I think I like hand sewing English paper piecing. And because this is on 
point, my I'm going to tell you it's a little wibble wobbly, and I'm going to show a couple different stars for my YouTube people. And I'm going to try blocking it because I've always had this problem when I do an on point quilt because my piecing just wasn't perfect enough for it to be flat as a pancake, which is what I like to have when I quilt it. Don't we all? Uh, because big old bubbles and ripples don't always quilt out. <laughs> so that's a myth. And I'm going to the long armor tell you, I've had a lot of wibbly wobbly quilts over the decade that I have done long arming. And sometimes you can quilt it out and sometimes you can't. And if you can't quilt it out, that means you get knit little tucks and pleats. And no one really likes that on their quilts. So on point, I'm going to do some more research and more practice on it. But uh, so I put these on a point and I knew that the that this was going to be a little wibble wobbly. And I did it anyway because I really liked uh, Patty from Elm Street Quilt. Her and um, Kristen Esser of Simple Handmade Everyday sponsored this quilt along and she picked this particular setting and I thought it was ingenious and I like the big negative space in the corners and I'm gonna quilt something I don't know wild and crazy and over the top and it might be nothing more than swirls or I was gonna think about Baptist fans but I've never done them and they always wind up swirly but maybe I'll do a a hybrid. <laughs> Maybe I will. So that's been my quilting. Not a lot of pacing. I'm finishing, I'm probably to the 80%, no, 70% on my Gryffindor scarf. And I'm also starting a new crochet pillow. It's going to be a pillow top and it's adorable. It's a kit from We Are Knitters and I really love the fabric the fabric the yarn and that I'm going to get that out and do more on the next couple of weeks there'll be more to come about that crochet kit and I have to say that crocheting people love to buy good yarn just as much as knitters so I got out a macrame project that was a UFO it was an experiment I put bright hot pink yarn because I do like pink on a little metal ring and then I crocheted no macrame a mesh for about two or three inches and they are tea tiny so macrame and crochet cotton can be done but it's probably better left for smaller projects like a keychain or a necklace and then when I got you know a couple inches down the whole goal all along was to double up the crochet cotton and instead of using one strand each I used two strands and I made four spirals and then I put beads and square knots in the center and it makes a little bit of a V at the bottom and I thought you know this looks great so I put it on my bathroom door because the bathroom door needs something that isn't heavy and won't hurt if it falls off because I've had that happen and um, it really looks good. I love that hot pink. I know a lot of macrame is traditionally off-white. I have a bigger ring and a fatter, chunkier cord. And I have some of these beads left. And I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to cast it on this afternoon. 
And that, I think, is where I'm probably going to spend most of my day off today, is doing cricket things as well as macrame. I've already, first thing this morning, hit a bunch of the things on my to-do list. I'm holding up a felt that just got in the mail from Amazon. This is the brown, and I don't particularly like brown, so I used it as a test for the cricket. I found the most wonderful thing on Pinterest. They cut out a bunch of circles out of pretty substantial felt, and I found a stiff felt in rainbow colors, and my test was I designed a whole bunch of different sized circles. I have to take them off the mat yet. So I'm going to spend this weekend cutting them all up, taking them carefully off the mat, and then what you do is sew them together, different sizes, different colors, randomly, like a string of pearls. And I'm going to make a valence or a wall drape or something. I've talked about it before. <coughs> well, the felt made me cough. And I'm really excited because I got the felt in. This is a great project for me to figure out more about the design space and using the rotary blade and different cutting techniques for the Cricut. <coughs> and I really have been going absolutely nuts on all of the ideas that I want to use for the Cricut and watching some videos. And I want to thank all the YouTubers who put those kinds of, uh, videos up that content's been very helpful for me and I just uh, thinking about making some plaques you know with the um, paint that you use the cutouts from the Cricut as um, like masking and all kinds of things I've put vinyl stickers on cups and little jars and I just man it's gonna be fun I'm gonna try the paper roses where you cut them out on the Cricut. Maybe I'll have time to do that today. But you know, my problem is I always over plan on a day off. What about you? I think, oh, I'm going to have a whole day off. I'm not going to do any chores, which I haven't. I just did one. And that was on my list. And I'm going to look at my list and let's see how, how well I'm doing. Because I wound up waking up at the same time that I always do every day. It doesn't matter because I wound up going to bed even though I stayed up late till 11 o'clock. I woke up at the same time. So here's my list for April 20th. I tried to keep it realistic. I think I'm going to get everything done in an eight hour day. And it winds up taking me a whole weekend on one of these long weekends. I'm like, you know, quit over planning. So I'm using my planner more, making a list and being real. So already this morning, I can check off a whole bunch of things on my list. I'm going to work on my mom's free motion quote, 15 minute project. Yep. Did that. Um, get gas in my car. I wound up doing that last night because I couldn't wait till today. <laughs> Start to organize the spare room upstairs. Nope, that's going to be this afternoon's project. Do laundry. Nope, I got to get going on that when the podcast is done because I got lipstick all over that shirt. Work on your podcast. Yep, and with that means editing and posting your show notes and change the sheets on your bed and make the bed. I did that. So, wow, I got a whole bunch of things done. And I have to say, these are the kinds of things that my ADHD brain needs to have to keep me on track so that I don't keep starting new things and not finishing things 
and also kind of keep track of myself on overdoing it or focusing too much on what I am not getting done versus what I am getting done. So I'm going to end with, don't forget about Renee's With Mind and Heart is her Etsy shop on her mental health and self-care workbook. It's a perfect pairing for your planner and journal. And I love this and I'm going to use this. And, you know, once you download it, you can print off some of the wonderful pages maybe even color them and frame them. There's a page with uh, a couple with really pretty succulents with affirmations on them. And I just think it'll be awesome to have and it would be awesome to frame. And it's going into my planner. And my planner, I have found an older um, soft cover briefcase that those things are going in and I'm going to be faithful on working with, with those worksheets. So what are you doing on a long weekend if you have one? And when you get one, are you like me? Do you just plan way too much and then get yourself disappointed and upset because (laughs) you didn't get everything done? Yeah, I do that. So I'm learning now that I'm in my 50s that it's okay to not have a plan. It's okay to relax. It's okay to not be working 24 hours a day. It's okay to be working on a project that some people will think is really silly, like cutting out a million circles out of $20 worth of felt that I got on Amazon to sew it together to make a weird thing, like a string of pearl-looking window valance. It doesn't matter. It makes me happy, and it's going to be fun. I'm going to try to hang my pom-poms up today in the dining room because it's kind of dreary out. There's no outside work. And then once I keep working on that stuff, I'm going to go outside and assess the garden. There'll be no working in that while it's too wet. So take time to take care of yourself. Make a list to keep yourself on track. And I'm telling you, if you have routines and structure to your day, if you work on something for 15 minutes a day, just one thing, you'll get it done really quickly. I tend to do several things in 15 minutes a day. I even separate my work day out like that. And it helps me to stay on track and on time and getting all of my things done. So that's my little suggestion for today. And really think about checking out Miranda's page. Even if you don't buy any of her makeup, go look at her videos. They're great. And all of the other people that I talked about who I've been finding um, their products and their things as a big part of my life, like the cricket. Um, There's no affiliate links today. There's just me saying, why don't you check them out? Because I really like this product. I love them. And I love their website, website and how they do business. And um, yeah, check out that Hoffman thing. My local quilt shop is pre-ordering it. So Delphine's Quilt Shop at delphinesquiltshop.com might be the place you can check it out. She said it's not due out until the end of May, beginning of June, but I'm really looking forward to it. So I would like to wish everybody the most phenomenal Easter weekend. And if you don't celebrate Easter, that's okay. Celebrate spring. Today at work, we have the day off being, we call it spring day. I just think that we need to take time to reflect on where we are currently at and enjoy all the things that we have been blessed with in our life.
So quilt on, everyone.